we have as our special guest, Lieutenant Commander Gary Thornton. Gary has a Master of Divinity from Golden Gate Baptist Seminary. He received that in 1991. He has served as a pastor for 22 years, as a U.S. Marine chaplain for 10 years. He has served in Hawaii, Japan, and Iraq. He spent three years here at Fort Story, and that's during that time, he spent some of that time here at Spring Branch Community Church, which is where I had the privilege of getting to know him. Uh, he, his wife is here this morning. He's been married for a long time to Rhonda. And uh, you know, we had a great dinner last night, and it's just good to know the heart of this soldier personally. Uh, I want to get this right. It's a long title. He is the Command Chaplain at Marine Corps Air Facility and Helicopter Squadron 1, Quantico, Virginia. Would you please welcome Lieutenant Commander Gary Thornton. Good morning, Spring Branch. What a wonderful day in the Lord it is. Uh, First, let me say that it's a privilege to have the opportunity to be invited to come back here to speak. Normally, I'm sitting on the other side uh, where you are. Today, I have the privilege and the distinct honor of of bringing a word from God's word to you, uh, specifically with regard to Memorial Day and our topic or theme of the heart of a soldier. Pastor Michael is, is a good friend and has been so kind, as have Debbie and Mark and Rich and David and Barbara and so many others that have taken care of me better than I deserve today and last evening. And again, we just want to say thank you. My wife and I have been married for 25 years, as Pastor Michael has said, or soon to be 25 years. And uh, it's just a blessing to be here with you today. So, Memorial Day. Memorial Day is, is one of those very special times of year. It's a, a solemn and, and somber time and in so many ways when we think of stories like what Jessica just has shared with us. And yet, for all of us, it is a special time when we hopefully celebrate the lives of those who have have paid the ultimate sacrifice, giving their lives for their fellow fellow countrymen. It's a time for us collectively as a nation to pause, to remember and reflect upon the sacrifices of those soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians who are serving in harm's way across the globe in every clime and in every place. And so again, we we certainly want to be praying for those that are deployed even now, and we want to be thinking of and remembering those who have given their lives. Memorial Day, like Veterans Day, is is really a time for us to consider the noble qualities and the characteristics of those who have served, both in times past and in times present. So, So this morning, it's fitting for us to consider this theme, the heart of a soldier, In fact, if you have your Bibles handy, I'm going to invite you to turn. Otherwise, you can read along on the screens, I believe, to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 1 through 4. I believe that we find some very important application for us with regard to this theme in this particular passage. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, we read these words. So you, my child, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and entrust what you heard me say in the presence of many others, as witnesses to faithful people who will be competent to teach others as well. Take your share of suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 
No one in the military service gets entangled in matters of everyday life. Otherwise, he or she will not please the one who recruited them. And this morning, I especially want us to kind of focus in on that, that third verse. As we hear what Paul had to say to a young Timothy, an up-and-coming leader in the church, we find him saying this, Endure, withstand, bear up under the challenges and the hardships, the trials and tribulations, the difficulty, discouragement, and yes, even the danger of being a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Friends, this morning I would tell you that our charge is, is no different. We need to endure. We need to withstand. We need to bear up under the challenges and the hardships that we face being soldiers in the Lord's army. And we certainly need to be thankful for both those that have, that have worn the, the cloth of their country and those that have fought and battled for the cause of Christ over the centuries, over the millennia. Well, what are some of the qualities that flow from the heart of a soldier that we can learn from this morning? I would tell you that there are four that I find in this particular passage that are very moving to me. And the first is this. The heart of a soldier is faithful. Think about that for a moment. The heart of a soldier is faithful. Even through hardship and pain, a good soldier remains full of faith. Faithful. They remain loyal and true. Again, the Apostle Paul charged Timothy to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. When I think of this kind of faithfulness, I think of people like Chief Petty Officer Matt Mason. Again, the story that Jessica shared was so powerful. And I love talking with her after the last service and then, of course, talking with Pastor Michael, about his life. And yes, his ministry, his faithfulness. He was faithful to his Navy, to his fellow team's members. He was faithful to his God. And he was faithful to his family. As we heard, spending many hours reading and, and sharing with them. Being interested in his children. Growing them in the faith. Studying God's word. He was a faithful man. When I think of faithful men, I think of people like my good friend, Marine Major Adam Johns. Now, whether Adam is flying helicopters over in Iraq or Afghanistan, or whether he's flying a presidential support mission with Marine Helicopter Squadron 1, whether he's downtown in Washington, D.C., serving at a soup kitchen, or just simply spending time with his wife, Maria, and their two children, Adam Johns takes his faith seriously. He is a faithful man. He knows that his primary responsibility, his true vocation in life, is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with every man, woman, and child that he meets. That they too might enter into that real personal, intimate love relationship that he knows so well. Friends, I would tell you this morning that the heart of a soldier is faithful. But that's not all. The heart of a soldier is also intent upon being a good follower. Notice again in verse 2, Paul was really telling a young Timothy to follow his lead. He said, take what you heard me say, do what you saw me do. Live the kind of life that you saw me live. And then teach this to others. Entrust it to others that they too 
might share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Friends, the heart of a soldier is intent upon following. In Mark chapter 8 and verse 34, I'm sure that we're all familiar with those words of Jesus Christ. To his disciples, he said, If anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And I truly believe this morning that Jesus meant that even to death for those who would follow him. Just like so many over the years have obeyed orders and flown into harm's way into enemy's territory, they've navigated into enemy waters, or they've taken a hill that was occupied by enemies. We too need to be willing to risk life or limb and give very little thought for our own lives if we're to be soldiers in the Lord's army. We must be willing to follow. When I think of following, I think of my good friend and, and former golfing buddy, Al Lalem. Al Lalem was a member of my church in Kihei, Maui, Hawaii. I loved Al. Again, we spent many hours in the golf course just talking and walking and, and sharing in life. Of course, he was considerably older than me. In fact, Al had served in World War II. He was in the United States Army. What I didn't know about Al until his wife later shared it with me was that Al had participated in, he had been a part of the initial wave of the Battle of Okinawa. If any of you know anything about that particular battle, you know that it was one of the fiercest and longest battles in the Pacific Theater. In fact, as that 82-day battle raged, Al was gravely injured. He suffered multiple injuries and was on death's doorstep. Now I'm glad to tell you today that he survived that and that I had the opportunity to meet him and to learn more about him. Friends, I would tell you this morning that Al was a follower. As I said, Al never really told me about any of this. In fact, it wasn't until later that his wife, Jewel, told me his story that I had the opportunity to pursue it more. I remember Jewel telling me, Gary, Al will never really tell you much about his time in the army. He'll never tell you much about the Battle of Okinawa because, you see, Al just considered that he was following orders. Al didn't see himself as a hero he was a follower. He obeyed the orders of his commanding officer. And I'm glad to tell you today that Al was also a devoted follower of Jesus Christ. And he took very seriously the commands of his Lord and his Savior to share the gospel. He didn't look for people's approval. He didn't look for accolades. He just considered it doing his duty. Friends, the heart of a soldier upon following and being a good follower. You see, until we come to this realization, this understanding, none of us is truly fit to serve Jesus Christ. Until we really square away our faith, until we determine to be good followers, good soldiers of the Lord, then we can never truly live fearless lives. In fact, this morning I tell you that the third quality that flows from the heart of a soldier is that of fearlessness. We must be fearless. The heart of a soldier is fearless. In verse 3, Paul said this. He said, take your share of suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And earlier in 2 Timothy, in chapter 1 and verse 7, Paul said this. He encouraged Timothy, saying that God did not give him a spirit of timidity, 
or of weakness or of meekness or of fear. No, God gave him a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline or self-control. Listen, friends, fear is not consistent with faith. Fear is not compatible with faith in Jesus Christ. Only when we become fearless can we truly do and be all that God wants us to be. Because you see, the heart of a soldier for the Lord is fearless. When I think of this kind of fearlessness, I think of another friend of mine that I had the privilege of meeting, Joe Morgan. In 1999, as I was touring the Arizona Memorial, I had the opportunity to meet this old gentleman who was a Pearl Harbor survivor. His name was Joe Morgan. Joe was a young enlisted man in the United States Navy. In fact, he was an aviation ordinance man, third class, on December 7, 1941. That very morning, he was waiting with a group of other people to check in for duty. They were waiting to muster, and as they were waiting to muster and to report for duty, they began to hear incoming aircraft, something they were not anticipating. And as they listened intently, they heard the sounds change, and it became very apparent to them that these aircraft were diving on them, that these aircraft were in attack. And the rest, of course, as they say, is history. A day that will live in infamy. Oahu was under attack. Well, as you can imagine, this young sailor was terrified. He was gripped with fear. And yet when he came to his senses, he had the wherewithal to go and to grab a machine gun. And for the rest of the attack, he stood his position, manning a machine gun until the planes were gone and the attack was over. But that's not the end of the story. Joe Morgan ended up going on to get a college degree and a seminary degree after that. He gained or earned a commission in the United States Navy as a chaplain, and he served honorably until retirement. Well, after retirement, he went to pastor a little church called Wailuku Baptist Church on Maui, Hawaii. And while at that church... He had the opportunity to meet someone that was promoting a book. The book was called God's Samurai. The individual was retired Captain Mitsuo Fuchida. For most people, this is a fact that is lost to history. Mitsuo Fuchida, the man, the Japanese naval officer that actually led the attack on Pearl Harbor, became a Christian later in life. In fact, it was very interesting. He became a Christian because he was handed a pamphlet, a pamphlet written by a young man by the name of Jacob DeShazer. Jacob DeShazer, interestingly enough, was a bombardier in the Jimmy Doolittle raid. He also served as a prisoner of war for quite some time. While a prisoner of war, Jacob DeShazer, not yet a believer, saw one of his prison guards reading an English-Japanese Bible and he asked for it. The guard gave him his Bible. And as a result of receiving that little Japanese English Bible from his prison guard, Jacob DeShazer became a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he was set free from his captivity and came back to the States, he went off to Christian college. He prepared himself and then spent the rest of his life until his older days as a missionary to Japan. And while in Japan, he circulated that little pamphlet which found its way into retired Captain Mitsuo Fuchida's hands. 
and in turn led him to Christ. God moves in mysterious ways. The point of the story is this. Later on, while on Maui, Joe Morgan had the opportunity to meet Captain Fuchida. And immediately he remembered all that had happened. He remembered the terrible fear of that morning. He remembered the fact that he was bitter and angry and that he had lost so many friends. But I'm glad to be able to tell you this morning that the love of Jesus Christ transcended all of that and he was willing and able to forgive Captain Fuchida and those others that had led the attack on Pearl Harbor that morning and he and Captain Fuchida became fast friends and became co-laborers in the gospel of Jesus Christ. But only after he was able to get over his fear and his anxiety, the fear and the anxiety that he experienced when he was so young, and the fear and the anxiety and the bitterness that he still harbored in his heart so many years later. Friends, the heart of a soldier is fearless. Fearless. And finally this morning I'd tell you this. Not only is the heart of a soldier faithful, not only is the heart of a soldier intent upon following, not only is the heart of a soldier fearless, but the heart of a soldier is focused. Paul said, no one in military service gets entangled in matters of everyday life, otherwise he or she will not please the one that recruited them. The one quality that I find so compelling, so consistent in each and every war fighter that I've ever met, whether they be a sailor, a soldier, an airman, a guardian, or a marine, is that incredible focus. That focus. A soldier cannot afford to be distracted. They must be focused. When I think of focus, I, I remember a young Marine I had the opportunity of serving with at Marine Corps Recruit Depot Paris Island. I was assigned to 1st Recruit Training Battalion there. And I remember one day when this young Marine, a Marine's Marine, chiseled and hard, came in. He was a senior drill instructor. His name was Staff Sergeant Eds, Sergeant Eds at the time. And I remember him coming into my office and telling me about his childhood, telling me about how he had grown up in Oklahoma. He began to tell me his story of how it was that he got in the United States Marine Corps. And then he began to share the struggles that he was having, both in his marriage and in his faith, trying to balance the two. I can remember him sitting in my office telling me how he was having such a hard time staying focused. Chaps, I'm just having a hard time staying focused. Friends, we must remain focused. Staff Sergeant Eds knew the importance of remaining focused. I'm sad to tell you this morning that just a few weeks ago in speaking with another former drill instructor who is now assigned to the unit I'm with, Marine Corps Air Facility Quantico, I learned that Staff Sergeant Eds lost his life in battle in 2008 in Afghanistan. Broke my heart. I had thought about him on different occasions. I had prayed for him. Staff Sergeant Eds was faithful. He was struggling to try to continue his walk as a follower of Jesus Christ. He was fearless, as fearless could be. And I would tell you this morning that he was focused. He may have been wrestling with it, but he was focused. He understood the importance of being 
focused. Friends, I would encourage you this morning that if we are going to have the heart of a soldier, if we're going to be in the Lord's army, we must be faithful. We must be intent on being good followers. We must be fearless and we must be focused in our calling. And so this morning, let me ask you as we pause this Memorial Day weekend, as we pause to remember, let us also reflect upon our own lives and on our own calling. What is entangling you? What is tripping you up or keeping you from being the good soldier of the Lord that God wants you to be? Are you full of faith in Jesus Christ this morning? Are you intent upon following the Lord and obeying his commandments? Are you fearless for the Lord? And are you focused on God's mission for your life? I pray this morning that you are. I pray that you have that heart of a soldier that we all must have if we're going to wage war with the evil one in our world today. You may be sitting there this morning saying, I'll never wear the cloth of my country. I'll never be in the military. But you can be in the Lord's army if you're not already. You may never march in the infantry. You may never ride in the cavalry. You may never shoot the artillery or zoom or the enemy as we sing when we're younger. But friends, God has called each and every one of us to be in the Lord's army. I pray this morning that you'll accept that calling that you'll accept your enlistment or your commission and that you'll be faithful, intent upon following, fearless and focused on what it is that God wants to do in your life. And may God receive all glory, praise and honor as you do. Let us pray. Almighty, gracious and loving God, we thank you so much for this Memorial Day weekend. And Father, we do pause for just a moment to remember and reflect upon those who have given so much for those who have paid the ultimate price, for God, for their service branch, for their country, for their fellow countrymen, and for their families. Lord, we pray that you would help us to remember them in a fitting way tomorrow. Just as we have remembered and recognized Chief Petty Officer Matt Mason this morning. And Father, we pray that we would remember all of those saints that have gone before us, that have been in your army, Lord, that have been faithful, intent to follow, fearless and focused. Lord, may we too emulate those qualities and those characteristics in our own lives. May we take them seriously. And Lord, as we do, may we be used mightily for you, both here in Virginia Beach, and across the world to the outer ends of the earth. This we ask in your most holy name this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.